0: Hi.
1: This is Y'all Heard, a podcast where me Marissa Phillips.
0: And me, Pete Phillips.
1: Are not related.
0: And you know what? We're pissed off, okay?
1: <laughs> Pete is pissed off.
0: Yeah, I'm realizing I'm realizing that the we thing, you know, I'm really owning most of it <laughs> when I take it.
1: Oh, you said we? I couldn't tell if you said we or I. I'm like not fully awake. I wouldn't say pissed off. I don't have enough energy to be pissed off. Okay. But you could can- you could put me in that. I generally am pissed off a comparable thing.
0: If I weren't so tired, I'd be pissed off. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, do you want to answer how are you, or do you want me to make up a different question?
0: So, I've been having a rough week, uh, which is why I'm pissed off. Actually, I was pissed off before this, <laughs> but, like, okay. things keep happening. I was tired of looking at the little teeny tiny screen that they gave us. They gave us surfaces at work, and... They're tiny, and my eyes were killing me. I have headaches every single day. So I was like, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to get a monitor. I go in. I hit the elevator button, and it doesn't light up because they shut off the elevator for some reason. Oh, yeah, you told me. (laughs) So I walked up six flights of stairs out of spite so that I could get this monitor and bring it home. I bring the monitor home. I plug it in. Everything's fine. I feel like I beat that. Okay. (laughs) Yesterday which would be tuesday i am awoken from my slumber (laughs) by Mm -hmm. digging sound and some jackhammers because they decided that since it's quarantine and nobody's really running around outside they're gonna repave main street right outside of my window (laughs) oh okay so they start digging that up so then today they laid the asphalt i guess the first layer so now i'm like i got a headache for a different reason but I didn't go outside and yell at somebody, so I considered that a victory, too.
1: Go for you, Pete. You're throwing.
0: Today I contact Marissa, and I go, Hey, we can't do the podcast because my internet's broken, and the guy who works in the building said he doesn't feel like staying here while the cable company fixes it, so he's just going to go home and send the cable guy home. Cool.
1: Why would he have to be here? Wow. <laughs> Wait, oh, it's in
0: your apartment? So the guy from the internet company said, he goes, there's a disturbance in the line somewhere, so somebody needs to go into every single one of the ten the ten apartments and look to see what the disturbance could be. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And since this uh-huh. guy didn't want to let him into all the apartments, he was like, yeah, we'll just do it tomorrow. I'm stuck working from home with no internet, and I'm not having a great time. It's been the
1: whole day?
0: No, it's probably at like one thirty, two o'clock maybe. So I had like an hour and a half okay. of my day left. Not a lot, I know, but... You know, like, when you're not at work, you're like, well, what am I going to do? Screw around on the internet, right? <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm just I'm just pissed off about it. And I get angry, dear listener. I think it really comes down to, like, I give, like, 110% at my job, and I get pissed off when other people don't give, like, 80% <laughs> at their job. Yeah, 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 I get
1: that.
0: So we're recording the show, Marissa. Do yes. you know what I did?
1: So I assume that Pete... Said he would open every single person's apartment.
0: <laughs> no, With crowbar. No, but you know what? If I did, so I was recording the lecture. Last that seems night.
1: like something he would do, FYI. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> Continue.
0: I was recording a lecture last night, and I'm my desk is set up in front of my sliding glass door, and I see something out of the corner of my eye moving, and I'm like, what is that? And it's a roll. Okay. And I go out onto my porch, and I go, stop throwing your f***ing bread off the
1: f***ing porch! I have to pick all the
0: up! Uh, okay. And I looked up and no one was there.
1: So, what does that mean?
0: Oh, there's some... What I mean is, for years oh, I've been okay. living here, and the person waits until it rains, throws bread onto the, to the roof that's right outside of my apartment. Birds come, they eat the bread. When they run out of bread, they come to my porch and they shit all over it.
1: Okay, I thought you meant a ghost through the
0: bread. No. So, okay. what I did was, the apartment next door, still not rented, and they're still working on it, so I turned the knob, and walked into that apartment, hooked up an internet cable, and fed it through the porch all the way to the other side and hooked it up to my computer.
1: Okay, I like it. You gonna undo that tomorrow?
0: Yeah, whenever they come around to do their jobs, I'll undo it. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, okay. All right, well.
0: Anyway, Marissa, how are you doing? I'm glad you are doing the topic this week because I would just have an <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm
1: fine. Um, since... I'm not with anyone right now. I made a I made a Marissa meal, a meal that I wouldn't make if I was with other people, where I just fried a billion different things and ate them all in a pile. Yes. Not fried, I baked. Breaded onions, mushrooms, and zucchini. And no one lets you just eat a pile of breaded things for dinner. So it's me <laughs> than that I like being alone.
0: That's tempura, isn't it?
1: <laughs> well, tempura is fried and with... Panko specifically, maybe? No, maybe it's not yeah. Panko. But yeah, basically let's call it my Marissa's Temporal. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not gonna because who knows who chooses to listen to our show randomly at any given point. But, uh, I found out that my life is full of people who are not social distancing. Full of people who are wildly not social distancing. And just gonna keep it this. I'm gonna keep it simple. Okay, you have one person you want to be with. Let's say you break the rules a little bit. Like I said, it's not totally on the up and up that I stay with my boyfriend half the time, though I note that neither he nor I live with anyone, so we're not really endangering anyone else directly. Right. But you know what? You don't need to go hang out with a bunch of friends at the same time. Sure, you think you're staying six feet away. Wind exists. So if you're outside with a bunch of people, wind. Also, if you're outside riding your bike with a bunch of people, I don't I don't care if you get sick. I care that you're biking past a whole bunch of people. You're know, spits going all over the place. So my point is, really look at yourself. And if you're coming in contact with more than one person out of your household, shouldn't even be one person out of your house. But more than one person, you're probably a monster. You're probably a mother fucking venomous monster.
0: I hate to be the person, too, but it's like the first person who's going to be like, oh, my god, why did this happen to me if they get coronavirus?
1: <laughs> Again, OK, my mother sees my grandma and grandpa. Fine, you'd be like, oh, but she's really wrong. No, because they live with no one, and she's their caretaker.
0: And she's so you like, know what? right down the street, she's like a walk away.
1: She lives next door to my mom. Yes, yeah, exactly. so it's not
0: like your mom is, you know, going through, I don't know, a subway to get there.
1: Also, um, you might be like, I'm an extrovert. I need more interaction than normal people. No one cares. Suck a d- <laughs> Yeah, nobody needs to see multiple people. Especially because this person who I will not name who is hanging out with their friends, lives with someone. So at best, I would I would maybe be like, you're being reckless, but I can at least see why you feel like you might need to do this if you live alone and have no human contact. But if you already have human contact, no pity. It's, not, it's probably not going to reach who, who I'm talking about. If so, I'm not going to apologize.
0: <laughs> like, I'll say this to sort of sum up what you're trying to say, I think. Although my mother has accused me of trying to sum up what people say and getting it totally wrong, and
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that
0: that I need to mind my own damn business. <laughs> I
1: think that's funny. But
0: it's it's like it's incredibly uncivil. It's like civil disobedience, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and plus the, it because it's like, for it's for selfish reasons. It's always yeah, for every single. Every single situation you've told me about, because it's not just one person, has been somebody who's doing it for really selfish reasons. And when when stuff like this happens, right, you get to sort of learn a little bit about the person that you think you knew. And in some cases, you find out that, yeah, they put their personal needs ahead of those of others. And maybe they're a person who preaches for, like, economic equality. But then when it comes <laughs> down to something like this, you're like, yeah. well, what the f**k? <laughs>
1: Yeah, because we're staying home so that you can go hang out with your friends. Yeah. Think about that. Word it like that in your mind. We're staying home so you could have trysts with people that don't live in your house. We're staying home so you could go to a party. Like, no. Anyway, I feel like I'm saying something that's common sense, but I'm cl- quickly learning that it's not. So, whoa, whoa. Anyway. If you
0: have an argument for why you should be outdoors playing in Corona Germs. Call us up at 570 bod bod one Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, please.
0: Speaking of which, we have had three missed calls from three call centers. Oh. That's what our phone number has been up to. Interesting.
1: Thank you, guys. <laughs> anyway. Icebreaker. Oh, I'm sorry. Something happened. Okay, Icebreaker. Tell me about a hyped-up piece of media like television movie song that you thought was a really big letdown I will actually yes let's stick with that I will give my answer first but it also is linked to how are you doing I was really really excited about the new Netflix show hashtag black AF even though it has a hashtag in it which by default makes me hate it because I really like Rashida Jones Uh, I do like blackish and this looks like it was like a little bit more like cynical than Blackish, because Blackish is sometimes a little bit too foo-foo family time. <laughs> Didn't like it. I never thought I could say this, but it was like too self-deprecating and wildly unrelatable. Not the racial part, but like the they were very unlikable, and I don't like my main characters to be that unlikable. And I kind of just felt like it rehashed the exact same issues that Blackish rehashed, so it was not necessary. Uh, and that links to how my week was, because I was talking to my cousins love my cousins. But they notoriously act like I'm a dweeb. I think it's a combination because I used to be like very conservative Christian and because they all lived part of their life like in Queens or Bronx and I just lived in like this like fru fru neighborhood in Long Island. So I never like was in the hood. Mm-hmm.
0: And so they act
1: like I'm wildly whitewashed. Anyway, so my cousin, I was on a, a Skype with my cousin, and one of them was like, you know what, I really love this show, Black AF, you guys should give it a try. And I was like, oh, you know what? That actually was a bit of a letdown. And my cousin just goes, well, that's because you're not Black AF. Ha ha ha! And then everyone laughed at me. To which, two points.
0: I'm I'm going to go ahead and gamble your cousin's not Black.
1: Yeah, none of us are Black. <laughs> Granted, uh, me and that cousin are dark-skinned Puerto Ricans, but uh, uh, this made me so annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, you tell me your answer.
0: So it sounds like it should be called hashtag black as blackish.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, but less likable.
0: <laughs> I think I'm going to be also, generic.
1: I'm Henry plays himself. Don't play yourself. It's weird.
0: I'm going to go with anything on HBO. <laughs> really? It just feels like people put so much into it. And sometimes it's okay. Like, sometimes it's good and compelling and interesting. But other times it's like, are you just doing this because it's on HBO? I don't understand.
1: You didn't like um, uh, objects, fire objects?
0: I like season one. Wait.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait.
0: Oh, wait. Are you talking about fire objects? (laughs) I'm talking about...
1: Are you talking about...
0: Little things?
1: Oh, little big things? (laughs)
0: Little lies. Lies. Big little lies. Big Little Lies and Sharp Objects. Yeah, I liked them, but I think I would have liked them more if people didn't tell me I was supposed to like them.
1: Mm, yeah, 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 I get that. I get that. Sure. Because
0: the okay. other one was like, uh, what's what do you call it? <laughs> we're so old. Um, detective, True Detective. I was like, season three, I liked it. I thought it was fun. And people were like, this one sucks. And I'm like, huh, all um, right. And then, um, I don't know, maybe I'm just not cool. Maybe I'm a dweeb, Marissa.
1: I surely am. Someone imitated how I danced the other day and it was very upsetting.
0: <laughs> Who the hell do these people think they are treating us like? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of treating um, us like. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, is that supposed to be a segue into my topic?
0: Hey, we can keep going if you need no, a better one. But. <laughs> We want to say thanks, Mike Dominic. We want to say thanks, Michael son. We want to say thanks, Mike Fino's too. We want to say thanks to all those Michaels. <laughs> if you wanna join the ranks of these heroic Michaels, head over to patreon.com slash y'all heard and become a patron today. A patron, a patron, a patron, a patron, a patron.
1: Speaking of cheating us this- like Sometimes Google treats me like it and doesn't give me the results I want. So I have to you ask you too many questions. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> I Googled Doppelganger and I couldn't get anything good. So I did what I like to do. And I Google what happens if you see your doppelganger and then I got a show. So sometimes you gotta ask the right questions.
0: Did you say you got a show?
1: I mean I have a show's worth of content.
0: Oh, okay, okay. 'Cause like I remember that show.
1: With that Sarah okay? Michelle Geller. Oh, I don't what is that?
0: I don't know. She had a few Oh I do, I do,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: She had a few failed series and that was one of them. And I was okay. like, I'm gonna watch every episode of this thing.
1: Like horse twins or like
0: Horse twins.
1: <laughs>
0: I, that must have been it.
1: That was rooted in something actual. There's a lot horses around that time. And I don't, I don't know. Don't worry about it. I'm drinking, but
0: I'm good. not worried.
1: Pete told me we're having a show, so I took out my bottle of soju. Anyway. How's
0: that gin doing?
1: The gin's okay. It's just really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I didn't, I didn't make anything with limes yet. I'll try that. But this weekend, I drank a lot of wine and margaritas. Anyway. I have been chilled to the core by doppelgangers Ever since I heard an episode of Last Podcast on the Left Which someone told the story of the doppelganger I was trying to find the episode To recommend people listen to it Because it's actually like a listener story It wasn't like something they covered I actually don't even remember But basically it was someone with a doppelganger But they didn't just witness it Their parents would witness a doppelganger Of them And it used to happen throughout their childhood Um, Why are you laughing? Because
0: it sounds silly
1: no, it was really creepy. But I like I said I forgot the details. So I mentioned this a long time ago but I couldn't find research. But thankfully this time around I searched better. I mean people use the word doppelganger a lot, I feel, just casually now. They don't like use it in the creepy term. Like people just be like, Oh my god, it's so your doppelganger. Yeah, people monster. would be like,
0: Oh, Pete, you're like Brad Pitt's doppelganger and I'll be yeah. like, Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Pete, has anyone ever told you you're, anyone's your
0: doppelganger or vice versa? There is a period on this show, NCIS, and there's like a mm-hmm. peripheral... He, he's peripheral at the beginning, but then when other people start to melt off, he kind of like comes to the forefront. But I think of all the people who are on NCIS for all the years, you'll know exactly which one I mean if you're familiar with those characters. And my mom was like, that guy reminds me of you.
1: Is it, in, is it not a good thing?
0: But then he lost weight, and he didn't. Oh. I didn't. Oh, <laughs>
1: My boyfriend always tells me I look like Camilla Cabello or Cabello, whatever. And I know he means it as a compliment, but I look at her and I'm like, I just look like an aged Camilla Cabello. Like <laughs> like Camille Cabello if she started getting old and I'm just like, this isn't a compliment. <laughs> anyway. She's like too young. It doesn't work. But yeah, she does have similar features, except I'm older. I'm looking so, her up.
0: I've never I don't know who the hell you're talking about.
1: She's horrible. I hate her too. Her singing's very noisy You annoying. She used to be on Fifth Harmony. Uh, the girl group. and She's dating Sean Mendes.
0: She looks pretty boring, Marissa.
1: Again, I'm not saying, like, oh, she's pretty and I'm pretty like her. I mean, like, she has, like, big eyes or something. There's something about her that I can see why he thought I looked like her, but I look like an aging Camille Cabello. Anyway.
0: <laughs> but It always works. You know what? You remind me of an old Camille Cabello.
1: No, I know. It's, it's dad, but... Anyway. Despite how we use Doppelganger these days to just meet someone who looks like you, It actually has, like, a a deeper meaning. And many people throughout history, and even some, like, mystics or superstitious people or um, spiritual people today uh, believe that doppelgangers are actually supernatural creatures. And their appearance in someone's life life is, as far as I can tell, never a good thing. The German word doppelganger translates to double-goer, a name given to a creature or, like, a specter who looks exactly like a human being that's already alive. So not a ghost, just someone who looks exactly like you. Uh, while the term doppelganger was coined in the late 18th century, myths of spirit doubles have persisted for thousands of years. Throughout Europe and parts of Africa, changelings were thought to be supernatural children left in place of human infants. I will say right now there's a lot of foreign terms, and I will have a tough time.
0: Oh, good, 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 good. Everybody, uh, the Nor- listen closely.
1: The Norse word vardager, Vardogur, oh, with mm. the thing through it? What is that? vardoger? Oh, with the two dots? No, with the slash through it.
0: Oh, I don't know. Anyway, the Norse
1: vardager was less ominous in nature. Simply appearing in a place right before the actual person will get to that place, um, leading them to have a sort of deja vu feeling. So you go into a room, and it feels like someone's already been there. That was actually perhaps another you. English and Irish literature of the 18th and 19th century speaks of something called the fetch, an ethereal double whose appearance, like a doppelganger, would often signal death was to come. Some well-known authors have featured doppelganger creatures in their uh, writings. Dostoevsky, the Russian novelist, he wrote a novella called The Double, which presents a doppelganger who is the bold, assertive opposite of a mild and antisocial government clerk. This doppelganger involves himself into the clerk's personal life, uh, eventually driving the person mad, completely mad by the story's end. And in the short story William Wilson by Edgar Allan Poe, Doppelganger exists solely to ruin the narrator's life. A boy attending school in England meets a child with the same name and who looks exactly just like him. And this double is a source of frustration from the start and appears like his sole purpose is to ruin William Wilson's life and thwart his ambitions. But I mean, beyond literature, Um, throughout history, and many historical figures have actually talked about having doppelgangers. Among the many stories surrounding Catherine the Great, one tale involves her servant, oh, involves her servants finding a double of Catherine the Great sitting on her throne while she sleeps. The empress apparently ordered this doppelganger to be shot, and then she herself died of a stroke several weeks later. The German author, go Go-Turt. go <laughs> I've seen this author's name before. Yeah. G-O-E-T-H-E, but I forgot how it's. How do you spell that? go good, good,
0: good. Uh, go He was just an answer in a crossword puzzle I was doing.
1: Well, I know it's not ghosts. I'll say that. So I'll say Go-Turt. that Goeth? He was some sort of. It had a hard T in it, I feel. But I don't know, anyway. Guts. He, no, I he it's a RT, not a TH. It's It feels like Goethe or something. I don't, if you know how to pronounce that, call us at 570-511. Nah, don't bother. I could just Google it, but that's not fun. Goethe describes an encounter with his doppelganger on horseback. The sighting, which occurred in the early 1770s while he was on his way to Strusenheim. Was of this spectral doppelganger in unfamiliar clothing, uh, passing without one word. Years later, Goethe <laughs> once again found himself traveling on that same road. This time, incidentally, wearing that same gray coat that was in his premonition, that he, or that he saw his doppelganger wearing years earlier. Okay, and there were some notable doppelganger encounters in the United oh, States. Well. Uh, Abraham Lincoln was said to see a doppelganger. What? Uh, In 1860, Abraham Lincoln saw his reflection doubled in the mirror, with one face beside the other. With a not not his reflection, like there were two versions of him looking in the mirror. He was just cross-eyed. Like there was a him next to him. No, but he had a ghostly pallor. He was he looked all pale and dead. He tried to show the apparition to his wife, which appeared two more times, but never when she was in the room. At first, she was worried about uh, Lincoln's behavior, his wife, but she took the vision to mean that he would probably end up serving as president for two terms, (laughs) or he would die before the end of the second.
0: Guys, guys, that's what happened.
1: So, what do these things actually want? Um, Across the board, no matter what kind of doppelganger you see, or no matter what you think the reasoning is, it's never seen as a good thing. Psychologists uh, have identified a neurological condition called autoscopy, in which a person will hallucinate their own image at a distance. So this obviously may explain cases which a person is the only one that sees their double or their doppelganger. But that doesn't really explain what other people see your doppelganger as well. Yeah. Honestly, it's hard to explain those cases at anything other than possibly supernatural. Many also have observed that doppelgangers or these doubles will appear as a person is near sleep or they're sickly. Some people, I think, have also said that they have seen themselves, sort of had an out-of-body experience during sleep paralysis, which is kind of closely related. So this has led some to believe that when our bodies can no longer hold on to our souls tightly, our spirits may be free to wander outside of our bodies. So just to further expound upon that, I'm going to say some of probably the most, well, the most, the most widely held beliefs of what a doppelganger would mean. The most widely known idea about a doppelganger is that they are an omen of death to come. Uh, According to both English and German folklore, seeing your doppelganger means that your death will soon follow, even more so if you see it more than once. So if you see it three times, oh, you fucked yo. So if you just, and it's also said that if someone else sees your doppelganger, it might mean
0: they're gonna that die you with are
1: you. Very, no, no no that you're very sick. So if I see someone's doppelganger, I should call them and check on them because they might be suffering and need my
0: help. That makes sense.
1: Your doppelganger could also be a ghostly double that lived before you. This is going back to the Norse verdiger, uh where it's essentially a sort of ghostly double who lived your life prior to you. So they did the exact same things you did. They just did it perhaps years earlier. And like I said, that's kind of linked to the feeling of deja vu. Like, I was there before, so maybe you were, but it was a different version of you. And obviously, it could be a sign of an alternate universe,
0: the source. It's the most compelling Uh, thing you've said so far.
1: (laughs) According to Supernatural Magazine, I don't know why this is considered the best source, there is one more theory. A doppelganger could represent a parallel universe in which everyone in this world is replicated in another dimension. Seeing the doppelganger could be a moment where we're able to witness this other dimension if, if but for a few moments. In fact, Columbia University physicist Brian Green, author of the book the hidden reality, colon, parallel universes, and the deep laws of the cosmos says that we actually all have doppelgangers. Now, because I never wanted to let anyone down or, you know, fail to deliver what I've known for, this is where my presentation ends.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: Pete, hey, what do you think? Do you think doppelgangers are bullshit? Do you think they're hallucinations? What do you think?
0: I would prefer to think... That they exist and that they're, they they exist to ruin your life.
1: So if you were walking down the street and your car stopped next to someone and you looked in the window, not like right up to you just took a glance at the other car and you saw you, would it terrify you?
0: No, because I probably wouldn't think that it is me.
1: Why? It was clearly you in this hypothetical.
0: I've had a lot of situations where I would need them... Where I you know, saw you? No, I know that this doesn't make sense, but I would need them to, like, mimic me in order for me to think that they're me.
1: Okay, fine. You are at a restaurant, <laughs> and a couple booths down, you see you. And there is a birthday celebration happening, clearly, at that table. And you see someone trying to clink his glass, and he winces. And you see him, and you hear him laugh like you, and he seems like he's you. Are you chilled to the core? No. Why? Eh. I would be so to the
0: fucking <laughs> core. I part, don't of, part of it for me is that I've had a, num- a number of people tell me that I look like somebody else. So I'd be like, oh, that's probably that person that I look like.
1: Oh, alright. That's but
0: fair. Because a lot of times people, like, I'll go in and they'll be like, hey, how you doing? And I'll be like, fine. And then ultimately they'll be like, oh, I thought you were somebody else. Oh, and then there's this other person who. Tells they've told me like three different times. They were like, "Are you sure you don't work at the high school? Because you look like my like science teacher or some." Shit? Yeah. So sometimes I'm like, I want to go to that school and I want to beat that guy up, but <laughs> okay, that's,
1: that's good, never what? gonna happen.
0: But yeah, I don't think I. I think I would convince myself that it wasn't real, especially okay. if it was like a stoplight situation. Because like I, the light's gonna change, they're gonna move on, I'm gonna move on, and I'm like, you know, I think I would convince myself that it didn't happen. <gasps>
1: yeah, that's valid.
0: Or okay. I would like speed up and track them, and that's the thing. Think about it. I could be the doppelganger of someone else. That and is... when I see that person at the light, I make it my job to ruin their life <laughs> before <laughs> I like they ruin that. mine.
1: <laughs> Isn't that like um, what's that movie by the the the, the peel? Get out! No, oh, not get out.
0: The other one us
1: scissors.
0: That's not really like that, but yeah, I get it.
1: Okay. I feel myself becoming an old woman very prematurely, but I'm entertained by it. Other people are. (laughs) You might think I'm doing these things to be funny. I'm not. When I (laughs) said fire whatever's, no, I knew that's not what it was called, but but I knew you'd get it and you did. (laughs) And I thought scissors because there's, isn't scissor part of the picture for the movie?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. See? I don't know just gibberish, guys. Scissors
0: scissors worked. Jack. (laughs) The Sarah Michelle Gellar show is called Ringer.
1: Oh, it's so close to horses. I think I was thinking of The Horse Whisperer, which doesn't have Sarah Michelle Gellar
0: in it. I think, like, I've enjoyed all of the doppelganger things that I've ever seen, but in movies, yeah, I, it's always somebody who's there to do something wrong I mean, uh, or, or, like, bad. I think there's a mental thing, too, because if Marty McFly goes back in time or into the future and sees himself, I don't, like, in my brain, that doesn't connect as a doppelganger.
1: Oh, I mean that's a time travel one. Yeah. Do you believe in alternate reality? Sure. Why not? I don't know if I do. For some reason, it's boring to me. I don't care to. I don't care to believe in anything that's boring.
0: Once it gets to I a certain find, point, you're just like, yeah, it's real. I don't have time to think about that anymore.
1: I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I only find supernatural and, and magic things fun. Everything else is like, who cares? I don't. Oh. Uh huh. If. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Here, you're gonna say.
0: If you were a twin, could you have a doppelganger?
1: <laughs> yes. I guess but what if it's your twin
0: what if it's your twin's doppelganger and your twin is sick? I you feel think like it's yours. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, that's interesting. I don't know. That's weird.
0: I mean what are the I chances, can't chances right?
1: <laughs> I, can't, I can't answer that question. <laughs> that's interesting. So yeah guys, if you have seen a doppelganger, give us a call at five seven oh podwad pod, once. Or slide into my DMs, at risk vandal, or that's it. Is that
0: it? Yeah, that's pretty good. It's time for... Plants.
1: Right.
0: It's time for... Right. It's Got anything for... fun you want to plug, Marissa? Uh,
1: I want to plug... I want to plug Avon, because I forgot Avon exists, and then I looked at it, and I was like, sh-t. This ain't just like old lady sh*t, which in my mind is what it was. It's awesome. Avon has, like, really cool, really, like, cutting-edge sh- And they have really good, like, collaborations with, like, Asian beauty companies. Nice. So if you're a lady and you're like, I want to try something new, remember Avon exists. That's not for you. But, I mean, <laughs> unless you want to, but...
0: I wanted to plug Mondays.
1: Pete, <laughs> hey, shut up. Nobody wants what you're giving out right now. It's like <laughs> that right now.
0: Because, because on Mondays... For podcasts, I get... <laughs> My podcast app just frozen, died. I get yeah. Comedy Bang Bang. I get Treks in the City. I get Scary Stories to Tell in the Pod. Okay. And I get Double Threat. I love all those podcasts. And then, when I hit the end of that and I go, Oh, man, I wish Monday would go on forever with these podcasts. I have been tuning in and buying tickets for Butterboy which is a comedy special that they do through YouTube. They live stream through YouTube and connect through Zoom and stuff, and it's been very fun. I've been watching them pretty on a pretty regular basis since the quarantine started, and it's been a very bright ray of sunshine. So look up Butterboy Comedy on Instagram, and then okay. next time they're doing a show, you can get a ticket for as low as $5. The proceeds go to a charity and also the workers of the people who run the club that they usually do it at so okay very nice
1: yeah i have to say um podcasts are my everything right now um i would say last podcast network not just that podcast, not just the last podcast on the left every every podcast they have but also pete have we talked about have you ever heard of bodega boys no i asked you you said no you or you did
0: no you asked me and i said that. okay yes they have a show-time you... show.
1: that is keeping me alive Keeping me alive.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So thank you, podcasters, for, even though some I resent you.
0: Hey, you're welcome, Marissa. your real
1: jobs. Oh. (laughs) Yes, thank you, podcasters. Especially thank you, podcasters, who stop having a real job, so they can podcast for us all the time. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's it, guys. Uh, Be safe. I think I said something on my Instagram today. If anyone is interested in attending another virtual party, let us know. Me and Pete are open to it. Just I want to make Instagram
0: said you tagged me in a story, but then when I went to look for your stories, there were no stories. <laughs> so. Oh no,
1: I didn't put it on my Instagram. Okay. I took it out. Never mind. Well, okay, I will put it later. But yeah, if you want another virtual party, let us know. <coughs> Thanks, guys.
0: Bye. Bye.